What's up, friends? Welcome to the Fesh Fit Podcast, where we talk about all things strength, conditioning, technique, and mindset to help you crush your dancing goals. Guys, I am so pumped for today's episode because we are bringing on my friend Jenny, who is a registered dietitian and runs Center Stage Nutrition. First off, if you are not following her yet, make sure you go follow her on Instagram right now at Center Stage Nutrition. Today, Jenny is going to be dropping a ton of knowledge about how to best fuel for performance and answering some of your most asked nutrition questions. So before I bring Jenny on, real quick, I wanted to remind you guys that the 12-week Stronger Than Ever Challenge is happening right now. The challenge has already begun, but if you still want to join, you can still jump in. Just send me a message on Instagram at areyoufeshfit, or you can head right to the website at www.areyoufeshfit. You can learn more and sign up right there. The challenge includes, get this, um, weekly live classes on Zoom. And if you can't make the live class, you get the replay as well. You get an accountability group via WhatsApp. So this is a group with other dancers your age where you set goals every week and hold each other accountable throughout the week. You also get access to all the master classes and all the replays. This is where I bring in guest experts to discuss nutrition, mindset, and more. And then you also get a swag bag. So that's a t-shirt and a sticker and water bottle. So you can walk around and look fashionable and show off your fesh fit love. Okay. Oh, if you want to learn more, like I said, just head to www.rufeshfit.com and it'll give you all the details. Cool. So I don't want to take up any more time because I want to bring Jenny on because this is just such a great episode and I learn so much every time I chat with her. So yeah, let's get it started. Cool. Well, welcome, Jenny. Thank you so much for joining the show. I am super excited to have you on today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. I'm super excited. Cool. So before we dive into talking about nutrition, can you tell us a little bit about your dancing background and then what you do now with your work as a dietitian? Yeah, for sure. So I um, was a competitive dancer for 17 years. So I actually started in Scottish dancing and then got pretty heavily into ballet in my early teens. So I was actually a very picky eater when I was a dancer. So that kind of got me interested in nutrition. But um, yeah, and then when I retired, I became even more interested in the nutrition aspect. And that's how I became a dietitian. But what I do now is I think I saw the benefit in helping dancers alongside their journey. So even as young dancers, not really knowing what to eat and how to fuel, there's, you know, the different negative mindsets around food when it comes to being a dancer and pressures to look a certain way. And I think just supporting dancers throughout their career, like aspiring professional and retired, because you're your relationship with your body and dance just changes so much over the the course of that period. So I work with dancers one-on-one throughout all stages and do nutrition workshops as well. That's fantastic. I love it. And that's so interesting. You started with Highland dancing or Scottish, wait, is it called Scottish Highland dancing? Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. When I was like really young. So that was like my first type of dance I was into. So yeah, it really changed a lot over the years, but it was great. (laughs) 
That's so cool. Okay. So yesterday I posted an Instagram story asking what dancers wanted to learn the most when it comes to nutrition, because it is such a broad subject. So if it's cool with you, let's dive into some of those questions. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So first question is there is so much information flying around the internet about healthy eating and eat this, not that. So how would you define healthy eating for a dancer? Yeah, I think this is a good question because I think it's not just kind of what to eat and when, although that's a really important piece of it. I think healthy eating as a dancer has a lot to do with your mindset around food and your relationship with food. So it's kind of a combination of of that with knowing, you know, what to eat and when, and then being in tune with your body to recognize what works for you and what doesn't. So it is super individualized. And that's why I work with dancers one-on-one because there's really not a one size fits all approach here, but it's, I think being in tune with all three of those things, your mindset, having the knowledge around what fuels your body and at what time, and then kind of being in tune to know what's working. I think, you know, working on this kind of thing for at least kind of three months is, is helpful to know what works for you. And when we think about it, there's like so many different factors that influence what we eat. Like at least I think one time I counted like at least 15. So there's definitely not like a one size fits all approach of, you know, this is what you eat. This is the best food to eat. It's more so kind of getting in tune with those three aspects, I think. Gotcha. And when you say different factors influencing what you eat, can you elaborate more on that? What do you mean by that? Yeah, I think like, you know, it's not just knowing the what, it's also knowing that like your different factors in your life influence it, like your timing, like what kind of convenience factors do you have? What kind of financial resources do you have available? Like what's your social situation like? So do you go out with friends often? Do you have family gatherings? Like what we eat from a cultural perspective influences us. And, you know, being okay with those kind of factors and not just knowing it's one size and to be perfect all the time, knowing that you know, our mood also affects it too, right? And how long we're dancing, our activity level. So there's just so many different things um, that we have to take into account because food is, is very mental as well. It's not just knowing the what and when. Gotcha. So what do you think the, what are some of the common nutrition mistakes you see dancers make the most? Yeah. So I think one of the most common ones I see is not, fueling up or not recovering after practice or competition day. I think a lot of the time dancers think it's like too late to eat. And when that's a really important time to make sure that we're replenishing all of those sources of energy that we use, like carbs and getting a good amount of protein in there to help build and repair our muscles. So I think that's definitely one of the most common. I think having a mentality that, you know, carbs are bad and we should restrict them or reduce them when that's a really important source and the most efficient source that we use in our body for energy. And I think also probably forgetting about hydration. So drinking our fluids throughout the day as well, not replacing meals, but um, being on top of our fluid intake. I would say, I think those are mainly the top mistakes I see dancers making. I think also it's, it's kind of, you know, forgetting about the post fuel, but also pre fueling too, right? I think we worry about, you know, feeling too full or having the wrong foods right before that are going to weigh us down. So that's another one too, but it's really important to get those quick sources of carbs right before so that we can feel energized. So those are, I would say some common mistakes I see. Yeah, that makes total sense. I hear that like all the time, especially the carbs one. And I feel like dancers sometimes have a hard time, like, 
really understanding the importance of carbs for energizing their bodies for dancing. Can you go into a little bit more about the role of carbohydrates, the importance of it for dancers? Yeah, for sure. So when we have carbohydrates, for example, we have things like, you know, rice, pasta, bagels, um, it's broken down into a simpler form called glucose. And that's really important for us to get enough of because it is brought to our muscles to work and to our brain to concentrate. So it really is the first source our body uses and it likes to use that source. So when we don't have enough, we can often feel like very tired, have difficulty concentrating. And in our body, what's happening, we use other sources of fuel that we don't want to use. For example, we may go to protein as a source of fuel, like I said, which we want to try to avoid because protein should be used to help building and repairing our muscle. So that's why the carbs are really important. And yeah, we kind of look at carbs, I like to say is like protein sparing. So meaning we want to get enough so that we can have those other sources of nutrients to be used for other things in our body and, and building it up and making it stronger. Gotcha. Very cool. Okay. Next question. What are the best kinds of foods to eat before dance? So you don't feel weighted down. And then what are types of things dancers should eat after dance class? Yeah, this is a good question and questions I get quite often. So before dance, it depends how much time you have, but let's say you haven't had a meal for a couple hours, let's say two to three hours, having like a bit of a carb and protein based snack roughly, you know, 30 to 60 minutes. This is just rough. Everyone's very individual ahead of time. So for example, you want quick sources of carbs in that snack. And when I say quick sources, I mean things like dried fruit. You could get like, a, I'll just provide a couple examples, like a carb-based bar, like a lar bar alongside like a bit of protein, like you could do a nut butter or a little bit of yogurt. So that's it kind of, you have that 30 to 60 minute window. If you're really close to dancing, maybe having just the quick sources of carbs, like I was just talking about. So like the dried fruit, applesauce, a carb-based bar, those kind of things. Those, I would think that's the most important thing to have. Now, not feeling weighed down. This can be really different for everybody. It's super individual. So that's where, um, you know, working with somebody one-on-one can be helpful to, to really define what works for you and what are some good options because everyone reacts really differently from like a stomach perspective. <laughs> And yeah, I'll be going into a lot more detail on what to have pre and post. So I'm going to be doing a live in um, the adult Irish dancer Facebook group. I'm just forgetting the name, Jean. I bet your mammy can't do this. Yes. Thank you. So I'm going to be going live in that group actually next Wednesday, which will be the 19th at 6 uh, Pacific, 6 p.m. Pacific time. So I'll go into a lot more detail on what to have pre and post and pre and post dancing uh, to make sure you're meeting your needs there. But yeah, I think I didn't really talk about the post. The post would be kind of a similar idea right after. So again, you want to prioritize carbs just to replenish those energy stores that you used and the protein. So for example, it could be a smoothie with some Greek yogurt or protein powder. It could be like an egg wrap or a chicken wrap. You want to prioritize the carb and the protein there as well as making sure you get enough fluid that you just lost through sweat. So yeah, I'll be talking a little bit more about that next week and how to kind of optimize that, that fueling plan. 
That's fantastic. You're doing that. Yeah. And if you're an adult, adult dancer listening to this right now, and you are not in that Facebook group, make sure you jump in. It's called Bet Your Mammy. If you can't find it, you can even shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook and I'll give it to you because that is fantastic. You're doing that, Jenny. And that's going to help a ton of people. Okay. So let's see, we talked about getting or avoiding the feeling of getting, you know, weighted down. I know you mentioned post-workout, like what to eat post-dance class, and that some dancers do worry about it being too late to eat. Is it ever too late to eat, or is it always okay to eat? Yeah, I would say it's always okay to eat. Just because we think about it, if we don't recover and refuel after dance, you then go right into like if we're sleeping right away, there's a long period of time, you know, we're in that kind of fasted state. So it's really important to make sure we're replenishing those sources that we just use so that we can be ready for the next day. Because oftentimes we're dancing right again the next day, right? So we don't want to start our day kind of without those stores being repleted with the carb and protein, especially you don't want to wake up dehydrated. So yeah, I, I would say it's, it's definitely really important just matter kind of how late and it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It can be some simple foods combined to get those macronutrients together. So it doesn't have to be like a complex meal. Cool. All right. Then I got a lot of questions over competition day nutrition, because that seems to be a hot topic. Everyone wants to know what to eat on competition day and leading up to competition day to perform their best. So in your expert opinion, what should dancers eat on the days leading up to competition day? Yeah. So that's a good question. Yeah. One I get quite often, and I think it's important to know, like, just like you train your body before competition, you're also like kind of training your gut and and finding out what works for you when it comes to nutrition. So like really personalized here as to what to eat when leading up to it. And I think it's just kind of what I just talked about. It's prioritizing, you know, the pre, during and post fuel that you're having so that there's like no surprises on competition day, because you don't want to try a whole bunch of different foods on competition day. You don't know how your body's going to react. So I think just before it, it's, it's figuring out, you know, how much fluid that you need, trying to prioritize that consistently throughout the day, adding in maybe some salt because we lose that some sodium, we lose that through our sweat, getting those extra carbs in that I just talked about pre and post, and just taking that time to recover and making sure you're getting that recovery meal in. So it's kind of like you're, you're figuring out what works for you because it's not the greatest to add in a whole bunch of different foods on competition day. So I think, yeah, really prioritizing the pre and post fuel with some hydration, adding in some electrolytes like sodium. Gotcha. And for dancers who have a hard time eating on competition day, like I know a lot of dancers will say that they're too nervous the morning of competition day, or if they're dancing at 8 a.m., it's just too early. They feel like they can't eat. Do you have any suggestions of how they can still fuel properly without having to like eat a big meal? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I know a lot of people have the, like the competition or performance day nerves. So even just having something really small and again, a quick source of carbs. So if you could drink something, sometimes people find it easy to drink something. So if it's like a small smoothie or just a couple bites of like some dried fruit to give you something, and then you can maybe slowly work up. And then some people find it helpful to have more foods the day before. So if your last meal before bed, if maybe you increase the amount of carbs and protein that can help you for like an early morning performance, if you really don't feel like eating anything, but yeah, even if it's just small amounts of a fruit or a drink to have really quickly. Sometimes there's some good drinks that have a good source of carb and sodium in it. 
So some like electrolyte drinks can have a combination, which can be really good right before. And it doesn't feel like you're having a lot on your stomach. And yeah, I think those would be some tactics to think about, but yeah, increasing it slowly when you're training and then just kind of knowing what works. So it's not like a huge surprise and not something extra to be worried about on competition day. Totally. Yeah. And is there anything to avoid completely like the day before a competition? You don't want to have, and even just before you perform, you know, a lot of like higher fat, you know, heavy kind of foods like that, like the fried foods or kind of creamy things may help you to make you to feel more like way down. So alcohol can be one too, that can kind of affect our, our concentration and how we feel. So I would say like those two things can add in some sources of fat for sure, but you just kind of don't want to overdo it. So you feel super weighed down. And like I said, everyone reacts really differently to certain foods. And I find, you know, dancers do have some digestive issues as well. So really tuning into that. And I think that's where kind of working one-on-one to see what those reactions are like is really important to make it more individualized. Gotcha. So it's not the best choice to like try a new fried food restaurant you've never been to like the (laughs) night before. (laughs) Yeah. We may not feel super great or something completely (laughs) new that we think is like the best food to fuel us because there's never one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And then this is more of like a general, like healthy eating question, but this dancer wanted to know how they can, so they want to start eating healthier, but they have like no idea, you know, where to really start with making healthier eating choices or even knowing like what foods to try that may be best for their, you know, personal body and their personal definition of healthier eating. So where should they even start with the process of, of trying to improve their eating habits? Yeah, um, that's a good question. I think it, it obviously really does depend on the person. But overall, like a question I ask people a lot of the time is like, what is your like major pain point? Or what's an area that you know, you struggle with throughout the day when it comes to even just having something to eat, maybe in general, if it's a meal or if it's snack times, you know, what's something that you really struggle with? Is it having food available? Is it planning meals? It really does depend there, but that's one of the main questions I'll ask people. And, you know, I think starting with like the basics of having, you know, balance at our meals. So we want to make sure we have a source of protein, like, like fish, chicken, you want to have some carb, whether that's like a rice or pasta or bread, some fat and a bit of color. Like we want those veggies in there. So I think kind of starting with the balance at our meals and those snacks that I kind of spoke about, um, that's like the basic that we wanted to start with. But I think everyone, you know, has different pain points in their day. Do they skip breakfast? Um, Do they forget to fuel up after? Really figuring out what's the pain point there. And oftentimes that is tough to do on your own. So having a support of like a dietitian that specializes with dancers can be super helpful because there's a lot of noise out there too. But yeah, I think really, I guess, number one, what is your major pain point? Like, what do you really struggle with to eat throughout the day? And then, you know, starting with a balance at your meal, maybe it's breakfast or maybe it's pre-fueling with, you know, some carb protein color and fat at your meal. So I think, you know, those are some simple things to get started with because we oftentimes, if I see somebody one-on-one, we focus on, you know, nailing the basics in terms of what your energy requirements are, your carbohydrate, your protein. And then once we have like a good balance at our meals and snacks, we can figure out how we can time certain foods and, you know, our snacks and figuring out what works from a dance perspective. 
Gotcha. So you like break it down to steps where it's like, okay, first let's see what you're even eating to start with and then adjust that. And then you can get more into the details like timing and. Yeah, exactly. And then if there's any kind of, you know, micronutrients of concern um, as well too. So, you know, and I think oftentimes I do start off talking with dancers about pre-fueling. So if that's an area to start with, that can be like, are you having breakfast? Cause that kind of starts our day, um, giving us the energy. Again, we don't want to go into our dancing day in a fasted state. So even just starting with breakfast or, or pre-fueling before dance can be helpful. Awesome. Okay. And then I know you have excited because you have a new program coming out and said, I'm excited because I work with a lot of dancers that I know can really, really benefit from it. So can you fill us in on what your new program coming out kind of looks like and then where people can find you and learn more about your program? Yeah, for sure. So it's a three month program. So it's called feeling like an athlete. So there's one initial nutrition assessment where I really get to know the dancer again, what their pain points are, what their goals are, what they currently eat and do a nutrition assessment to see kind of where we need to go. And like I said, we kind of nail down the basics first and then go into the details around how to time our meals and snacks to fit for dance. So they'll get a couple follow-up appointments in that as well. I think there's how many? Five follow-ups, sorry. Um, so one initial and five follow-up appointments to just work through that plan and then get um, some meal ideas and recipes along the way. So yeah, that is available. I think my cart opens for that on the 17th and closes on the 31st of January. And you can find out more information on that on my website, centerstagenutrition.com. And there's an option there to book a discovery call with me about it. So if you want to learn more, there's an option for a free 20 minute call and we can just chat about it and see if it works for you. Awesome. That's fantastic. And I will post all of those links in the show notes. So if you guys are looking for it, make sure you can just go right there and find the links. Cool. Well, thanks so much for joining today, Jenny. That was a ton of fun. And we jam packed like a ton of information into our time. So yeah. So thank you for taking some time and coming and talking with us today. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me.